All right, happy Thursday, May the 4th, ladies and gentlemen. If you say anything about Star Wars now, you are fired. I was going to say tomorrow, Cinco de Mayo. Oh, jerk. okay. All right, since you're half Mexican, you can mention that. Go ahead. How do you celebrate? What, what in fact, does it celebrate, James? He doesn't know. Thank you very much, yeah, ladies and gentlemen. No, you should be able to spit that out. I was about to. No, you quicker, really quicker, off. quicker. It doesn't matter. You're not cultured. <laughs> he doesn't know what his own thing, holiday the only celebrates. Thing you know about is it Italians. He cel- celebrates the uh, mafia tequila and, and, and uh, uh, cervezas, or cervezas, or radio stuff, and chilequiles and. Italians like Slami. Anyway, how you doing, everybody? Uh, this is the Freedom Ring. Believe it or not, we are friends. I'm Matt Toludo, and that's Brother James. We are uh, leading the charge. Leading the charge or joining the charge? I think we're just joining the charge at this phase. Yeah. Uh, exposing mainstream media for what they not, uh, are not covering, and if they are, they're probably lying about it. Like Pfizer. Uh, on today's show, Pfizer employee speaks. We'll find out what she had to say, plus uh, more died suddenlies, mainstream media, um, stories that mainstream media are ignoring, and plus an update on um, uh, Jamie Foxx. Mm-hmm. Find it a little odd that what happened to Jamie Foxx happened about three and a half, almost four weeks ago, almost an entire month ago, and mainstream media is just now <laughs> acknowledging it. Good, good Morning America, which my wife watches every day, I said two days ago, have they covered Jamie Foxx? And she's like, what are you talking about? I said, that's my point exactly. Uh, He's definitely a Hollywood A-lister, and what just recently happened to him has gone under the rug for almost a month. Anyway, an update on that. And Dayton, Ohio, high school makes history. Here's a hint. It's prom season. Where do you think this story is going? Search The Freedom Ring on Rumble, BitChute, and Brighteon. Make sure you uh, give us a follow, like, and a share. Also, comment. The, the Freedom, Freedom Ring. Ring. And uh, we're also on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Yahoo Podcasts, Stitcher, all the above. Search The Freedom Ring Show on Facebook. And we are The Freedom Ring Podcast on Truth Social, as always, answering email at freedomringshow at gmail.com. Um, one of the stories we're going to have a commentary on from a from a viewer. But first, uh, today's moment of faith, I wanted to talk about the anchor. The anchor. What is your anchor? Every fisherman knows that when you uh, find a sweet spot, you drop anchor. The anchor will will save you from drifting off uh, from your uh, your uh, sweet spot of productivity. Uh, in fisherman terms, that sweet spot is where the fish are biting, obviously. In pro- professional terms, that sweet spot is that part of the job where you excel. In spiritual terms, that sweet spot is where Jesus awaits you and helps you through whatever whatever life throws at you. Um, whether you must drop anchor by, by picking up the Bible and, and reading Scripture or walking into a church, Jesus is, in fact, an anchor. Your anchor for everything good in life. And as the Bible says in Isaiah, Isaiah 40, verse 31, but they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not, not be grow weary. And not grow weary. Thank you. He doesn't Just know walk. anything about Cinco de Mayo, but he does know the Bible, which is why he's here. Faint. They shall walk and not faint. Good call, dude. I'm proud of you. I bet you um, know how to make a meatball. 
We're talking faith here, man, and you're going sarcasm. You're you're like totally against the grain here. Sorry. Go ahead. Maybe you should go to church more often. Moment of faith. Go ahead. And anyway, since uh, I was so rudely interrupted. A thousand pardons. Continue, sir. You're taking the... What's wrong, dude? Let's discuss this. You, you sound like you're... Uh, you sound like my high school guidance counselor. Like Let's keep it rolling. Something at home isn't going too well? What's up, man? You all right? Everything at home's great. Is it? Oh, yeah. That that, that, that looks sarcastic right there. I was not being sarcastic. You sure? That was the real Is there thing. anything you want to get out in front of the class? You want to share with us? Yeah, we're currently looking for a new host for the show. If you'd like to... <laughs> Take this position. Please send us an email or comment below in whichever <laughs> social media platform you're currently watching on. Thank you All for your right. support. So moving on with today's moment of faith, which he just ruined. Uh, just like a well-positioned anchor prevents a boat from drifting off, so does Jesus prevent you from drifting off, drifting off into a world of sin. But there is some responsibility on your part, on our part, on his part, to uh, keep coming back to him. It's the captain's responsibility to make sure the anchor is tied correctly to his vessel. And if he doesn't, his boat drifts off to where the fish are not biting, obviously, right? And if given a chance to drift even further into rough waters. If you don't tie up to Jesus, you yourself could drift off into who knows what. And um, also the Bible says in Isaiah, that I hit Isaiah already? No, Peter 5, verse 8. First or second? First Peter. First Peter 5, verse 8. Thank you for... I was just wondering. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. I keep inviting him over. Be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking, seeking someone to devour. devour. What version was that? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. King James. Oh, it was. Go ahead. Sure. Yeah. That's what I thought. (laughs) Anyway, no one is saying you must join the monastery or become a monk. Um, Just having Jesus in your life is really all you need. You may just meet the people in the very same situation as you are. And like with anything else, things are much easier when people are in numbers. Are you struggling with accepting Jesus as your anchor? Well, has not accepting him as your anchor worked yet? Uh, if your answer is no, what what do you have to lose? I, those are the people that confuse me. It's like they they haven't accepted Jesus yet. It's like, well, you've been complaining this whole time, and that's obviously not working. So what do you have to lose? You've already experienced what not having him is offered. And like I've said before, I'm not a priest or a pastor, but every time... And I mean, every time I anchor myself to Jesus, he comes through for me and it's not always immediate and which I think is a downfall of society. We live in such an immediate society right now. If we don't have it within three seconds, we're, we're done with it. It's not always in physical form. Um, that's where faith comes in. That's where you got to lean on him. And that's entirely up to you. Just like payday, your boss comes through when it comes time to be paid, but not until after you deliver the service that he pays you for first. Stay anchored to him and watch life's problems become less and less. But the anchor was a good analogy. What do you think? I think that if you're not saved, that message would be for you that, yeah, you need to get saved and accept Christ in your life and 
as Matt said, anchor yourself to him. Now, if you are saved, because I see some people that are Christians make everything so, I don't know, what's the word I'm looking for, ethereal and mystical, like, well, I'm anchored to Jesus, and well, if you're saved and you've you've asked Christ to be your Lord and Savior, you need to anchor yourself in His Word, because simply... Saying, "Well, I'm anchored to Jesus," you know, and I'm not. I'm not saying that you said this or anything. I'm just. This is just an example I'm giving that some people, you know, well, I got Jesus, and I go to church, but they never pick up their Bible. And the only way that you're really gonna prosper and be successful and grow as a Christian is by reading God's Word and applying it to your life. Uh, in Proverbs it says the first part of getting wisdom or the first part of wisdom is to get wisdom it's to get understanding it's to get knowledge well how do I do that by reading God's word and when you ask God as the Bible says there's uh, I think it's in Ephesians Paul writes open up the eyes of my understanding every time I read the Bible before I before I crack it open I say you know father in the name of Jesus, I thank you for opening up the eyes of my understanding. Thank you for, as your word says, I want this word to be written on my heart. Because the Bible says, if I write his words on the tablet of my heart, I won't sin against them. You know, everything as a Christian, you know, if you don't know, if you're ignorant to God's word, you're ignorant to his promises, you're ignorant to every every single situation you come across in life, you can find in the Bible. Now, it's not going to sit well, you know. Well, am I supposed to move to Florida or Arizona? Yeah, you might not find that in the Bible, but that's where hearing God's voice comes in. So the more you root yourself in God's word and in prayer, the more wisdom you get, the more understanding you get, the more knowledge you get, and you grow spiritually. Anchoring yourself in God's word as a believer is absolutely critical. And if you're not saved, exactly what Matt was saying, what are you waiting for, man? The opposite hasn't worked, so might as well. Uh, I wish there was one anchor we never were tied to, and it's called COVID. Um, Karen Kingston is a biotech analyst and former Pfizer employee who understands complicated medical and biological contracts, and she contends that you do not need new laws to stop the COVID-19 mRNA technology. Everybody simply needs to understand this, by the way, is according to USA Watchdog, which she sat down and did the interview with. She said, everybody simply needs to understand the COVID-19 vax and the mRNA technology are proven bioweapons. Are we still conspiracy theorists now that we have somebody that was officially involved in under the Pfizer umbrella saying it is a bioweapon? She worked for Pfizer? Former Pfizer employee. What was she? Uh, she Go is ahead. a biotech analyst. She's a biotech analyst and former Pfizer employee. Mm. She says this is, in fact, a bioweapon. The data shows millions have been disabled or murdered by the vax so far. And she says, unfortunately, it is going to get worse. The FDA did have to prove that these were safe based on information that they had in October and November of 2020. They should have never moved forward with the trial. So they broke the law. 
they knew it would bless you. They knew it would uh, it would cause all these disabilities and deaths. They knew it. She predicted a 25% myocarditis rate in July of 2021, and she's heard experts say uh, they may be looking at 100% if they uh, got two or three shots. And boy, James, what has been encouraged in the last year and a half? Not only do you get the shot, but we still have commercials airing in this country to get the second and third shots. If you get all five booster shots from each big company, you'll be safe. You'll get the COVID gauntlet and you can unleash your powers from within. Uh, Which is easy to do from the afterlife. Um, So she says it's going to get bad. Big pharma and government are allowing mRNA technology, the same deadly bioweapon in the COVID-19 injections, to be put in the entire food supply. Kingston contends this is uh, to turn humans into transhumans in something called directed evolution. This is a phrase that I've uh, heard for the last couple of years from that evil little SOB that's tied in with the World Economic Forum. And he's got um, Klaus... You talking, talking about the gnome, Fauci? No. He's got Klaus Schwab's uh, ear, too. His name is Yuval Noah Harari. If, oh, yeah. Why, this guy makes Charlie Manson, as I've said on previous shows, he makes Charlie Manson look like a, a, a schoolboy, a choir boy. Charlie Manson never killed anybody. Exactly, but... I know what you mean. Man, you got to ruin the analogy, too. The no, I, no, come on, man. No, I, I get what you're saying. Ruin the moment of faith. I'm trying to lift America up here and... I don't know what's wrong with you, man. Who peed in your cornflakes, brother? Sorry. Damn. Step my game up. Anyway, uh, directed evolution, which forces the evolution of humans to merge with DNA from reptiles, insects, and artificial intelligence. It's the biodigital merger, she says. This is what this is. And there is a multi-trillion dollar, there are multi-trillion dollar industries around this. There is a whole biodata division in DARPA in the United States military. It's about merging the biodigital with humans. Again, this is a former insider with Pfizer. Now, you just read a bunch of stuff. Does it say anything about magnetism or, or them getting together? They're like mag they they have like some kind of like magnetic field or whatever. The, she yes. The the mRNA stuff they put in you. Yes. So I'm not well actually I am a conspiracy theorist and you know sometimes I have to keep things to myself but I thought I'd share this with you and I'm sure you've already seen this is uh there was a what do they call them the people that work at the airport who are so kind to you and you know rifle through your things and you know oh, the, uh, slam your packages and your yeah they make you feel like a ball of dirt for even right. trying to travel but yeah those kind people well, there was a guy, and I don't remember what social media platform I saw it on, but he was standing back from this computer screen. And as people were passing through it, the, the computer screen kind of looked <clears throat> purple. And as people were walking through it, you can kind of like she, see like the – it was a little bit darker shade of purple. People walked you through were it. But in the airport seeing this? No, it was on the, – the guy was showing okay. people walking through in front of this – in front of these monitors, the right? So like you see people walking through and, you know, they're like a darker shade of purple, whatever. You see their outline or whatever. But then you start seeing all these people walk through that are like – for lack of better words, like illuminated, like kind of there. It's not purple looking. It's like a light yellow orangish. And he says, everybody that has 
the COVID shot or a booster glowed differently. Glows. Everybody who doesn't have the jab or a booster or whatever, nothing. And he says, anytime we're we're told, anytime you see somebody going through that ha- that doesn't light up the screen, basically harass them. Really? Could could the could the video Drive I the watched guilt? could the video I watched be doctored and maybe someone's cooking something? Anything's up? I, possible. I don't know, but I'm just saying, what if? What if? Hey, get this, and they put something inside you, and now they they don't they don't need. Any paperwork, you simply walk in front of a camera that detects the stuff that they injected you with. Well, I I'm was, just saying. I was told that the uh, the last couple of years, all of a sudden, we've seen 5G towers all over the place. That That's the other reason. And those weird lights. Have you <clears throat> seen those new weird lights? <clears throat> they sold it. <clears throat> excuse me. They sold it, the 5G towers, as your uh, cell phone coverage. And What you, was going on during the lockdown, though, is that they, a lot of those 5G towers and 5G wiring and all that stuff was getting thrown inside of schools right. and all over the place, right. but it was hush-hush. And what I was told is the real reason, not just to like enhance your signal for your phone, which is what I was sold. It gives you brain cancer. But, but much like, the, um, much like the, the airport scanner that James was just talking about, that it's just basically to monitor your whereabouts. And basically it ties in with everything she's talking about, the uh, directed evolution. She says, many have been calling the COVID vax that that, uh, features technology poison, such as graphene as a genocide. Kingston also contends it is far more than that. She says that, uh, let me switch pages here, this is not for the benefit of humanity. This is going to lead to our extinction. I just do not know why people don't understand that. Kingston demonstrates the electro electromagnetic properties of the mRNA uh, on a beefsteak. The quarter that she uses to stick to a part of the meat where the mRNA uh, had assembled because the mRNA creates a magnetic field. All patents Kingston has reviewed um, prove without a doubt mRNA is electromagnetic. It is an electromagnetic magnetic de- uh, device. She says there is no need to pass new laws to stop big pharma government and food producers from putting this in our food. mRNA is a bioweapon, and it is illegal to put this in anyone's food to begin with. Kingston says it's not that you want informed consent about mRNA technology in your food. Every state has laws on the books where weapons of biowarfare cannot contaminate the food supply. I think what is most important... Why is this story not being covered on mainstream media? This is huge. You know why? I know why. Do you know why? I'm sorry. Do you know why? Looking over at the monitor like I'm... You were talking to me. Yeah. That idiot. Anyway, once we seize the shots and get the legal custody of that to show to American citizens and global citizens what the technology is in the shots, then we can start shutting it down around the globe not just the uh, vaccine market but show that this is what is being put into our food supply and why all this needs to stop i i have two things to say first is in the bible there's a scripture that says they shall drink poison and it won't have basically have any harm to them this is why as a believer i don't sweat anything when it comes to food or drink i pray over it i consume it i'm good now i'm not going to go out and fish out this contaminated food and eat it but i'm just saying when i eat i don't worry when i drink i don't worry what was the second thing i was going to say i i forget but what what i was 
trying to say is that this whole them trying to contaminate food source. I mean, you've seen them. They've been mysteriously all these food plants. Remember, Matt? They've all been burning to the ground lately. Yeah, they're uh, buying up all the farmland. The trains you know, tipping over. They're with banks. All regional banks start to collapsing, and them starting to go to a certain few banks. They want everything to be consolidated. Mm-hmm. They want to bring everything to one source. One world government. They're just pushing super hard for it. Mm-hmm. And it's Trump that got in the way. The reason they're pushing super hard because if Trump didn't get in the way, they would be four years down the road already. They would be four years further down the road, and it wouldn't be so painfully obvious. So, so everybody that uh, is like, oh, my God, look what's happening. You have Donald Trump to thank for that. Just the fact that his presidency, forget what, forget about his policies, just the fact that those four years slowed their train down, no pun intended. Um, it was supposed to go eight years of Obama into eight years of Hillary, all the same agenda. That's 16 years to slowly get your head to turn and accept all this evil that they're, they're forcing on you. But the four years of Trump... That's four year, four less years they had to, to play with to keep on schedule, and that's what you're seeing right now. Oh, this is what I was going to say. Even, of course, we thank you for your support and watching us, you know, on all whatever social media or whatever device you're listening on. But I would strongly encourage that you tell your friends and your family to start sourcing their news from other places. You're not going to hear everything that's going on on NBC, ABC, MSNBC, you'll get a little, yeah, Fox, you you might get a little bit of something, but it's like, is this even credible? I would, the next big thing, and this is why they're trying to push that restrict act, Matt, is that people are going to, they're already, it's it's like a mass exodus from mainstream media. People are starting to do their own shows and talk about whatever it is that they're passionate about. People are starting to get news, and they don't like that. The, The government, the one world system, the elite, they don't like us talking amongst each other because... Then we can compare stories. We can see, oh, is this real? Is this not real? Is this, you know Get what I mean? the truth. Yeah. They don't want, they want to con- be able to control. Why do you think they've controlled it for so long? They they control the news. They control the narrative and all. I mean. What's the same reason a lot of these similar shows that are like ours, um, our, our predecessors, I should say, um, a lot of them are jumping from YouTube. YouTube's been compromised for the longest time. That's not news to anybody. But I believe Rumble is also getting hit. I believe a lot of different, um, uh, a lot of different platforms are being compromised, and it's up to us to continue to push the envelope and 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 don't stop. I'm glad you bring up the Rumble hit thing, man, because I I don't know some Rumble, something fishy's going on because yep. the numbers are weird. Not just our platform either, but a lot. When I go to when I go to see shows that uh, I know have thousands, tens of thousands per day, and they've got like three hundred and seventy three thumbs ups, but zero views. Yeah, something's going on with their, the system. Rumble, What's get going it together, on, Rumble. Come on, step your game up. You don't need to take every check, do you? Um, let's see. Kingston predicts by twenty thirty. There will be 200 million disabled or murdered Americans by mRNA and uh, COVID-19 bioweapon vaccine injections. Listen, if you know somebody that has taken the vaccine or a booster or all of it, whatever it might be. Yeah, we I, pray for them, I, by the way. I would strongly suggest that you get them saved and get their tail in church because the only thing that is going to fix that is the blood of Jesus over their life. 
there's there's quite a few ministers I follow that you know their church is never shut down and they never wore masks they never did a six foot distance BS all that stuff they they just kept on trucking and they say it as well they're like hey if you know anybody that's that's you know having problems or that or they're worried about this get them to come to church with you get them saved because the only thing that is going to absolutely turn that around in their body is the blood of Jesus and and miraculous healing because. This is, I, I feel like within the next couple of years, I I think I said this last year, I said, so instead of three to five, it'd be like two to four years, but yeah, in the next two, four, five years, you're going to see a lot more people dropping. Oh yeah, we'll get to some in just a few minutes, but if you are disabled or, or uh, a murdered society, what are you? You're easier to govern by the sadistic elite driven by evil and, and greed, um, that thirst for control. I mean, if you're disabled and or, and or dead, it's you know just like the Roman Empire all over again. It, you, they they want as few as uh, of us as possible so they can have it all to themselves, and it's just uh, another sign of the devil. I mean, I, it, it, it's all spelt out in the Bible, man, and, and and it applies to every time something like this has happened. That's why the Bible is like. <laughs> It's amazing because it's timeless. The story is literally timeless. It's better than choice silver and gold and <clears throat> rubies. It applies to every generation. It applies to every year. It, pl- it applies to every uh, century. It's amazing. Um, God's word is always relevant. It was, you had just talked about uh, people getting saved and stuff like that um, that are still wearing the mask. It's, I was I was watching after 28 years in radio. I still go to the trade. They used to be the trade magazines, but now they're the trade uh, trade websites. I was watching or reading a blog today, and to sum it up, um, there are so many people in the industry that are still living as if it was two years ago when everybody in mainstream media. I mean, I'm speaking more so towards radio, still broadcasting from home, still programming from their spare bedroom, and still living in paranoia and it's like there was a couple of months where we were questioning it i think i could probably speak i didn't know you then but i think i could speak for you you probably when it first unfolded there was something was like hey what's this you know what's what's new here i i think i'll buy into it for about 10 minutes and then you realize no this isn't natural this isn't and i referred to my uh the conversation i had with my my wife's late grandmother who lived under the rule of Mussolini and Adolf Hitler when she was like a teenager in Sicily. And um, she's, she said, I've seen this before. That's all I needed to hear. It was history repeating itself. And that's exactly what she was referring to was the government keeping us separate, telling everyone you got to be secluded in your own home. And I was like, this isn't natural. This is not the way you're supposed to live. And if our government's telling us to do that, I'm not doing it. I'm not buying into it. And I encourage you to get to get with somebody that still has that mask on is still buying into the paranoia. Mother of Lord, get back to life. Your entire if you're like 48 years old, the four, the first 46 years of your life did not include this. <laughs> that world still exists. Why is why is everything turned in two years, two and a half to three years? All of a sudden, you've been brainwashed, and you, you you've given your head over to somebody else, your thought process, and it's all it's out of fear. Who who's behind fear? It's the devil. Jesus isn't leaning 
leading you to fear? Oh, I I forget most of their names, and it's not important anyways. But I never never wore a mask unless I, I mean when I went to uh, Africa. There, the only way I was getting to Africa was with a mask on my face, and I got in, I, I got in so much trouble in the airport and on the flight constantly. Anyways, as a Christian believer, I would have people come to me and be like, James, you need to use wisdom and, you know, think about it. You you should probably wear a mask or, you know, you probably shouldn't be in a large group of people, whatever the case was. And it's like, if you tell me as a man of God to use wisdom, I'm using wisdom. I'm standing on the word of God. Yep. I'm not worried about disease I'm not worried about sickness or what I'm, other people think. I'm not think. worried about devils. I could really care less what people think about me. That is using wisdom. Okay? People that, you know, God bless all the ministers that still that kept their churches open, that still laid hands on people, that still prayed for the stick and opened up their doors to everyone. God bless them because I'm just saying, you when you can't I, I told a guy this and he's actually he he passed away. He said uh, he he had overcome some sicknesses or whatever, and he said, "Man, I'm not going to church. I'm not doing. I'm not going anywhere because the next time I get sick, it's gonna kill me." And I said, "Bro, you can't you can't talk like that, man." Mm-hmm. And um, you're almost wishing upon yourself at that point. He got sick and died, and I'm not saying that as a ha ha or I told you so moment, but what he told me on the phone the last time I spoke with him, and this is years ago, you know, right at the beginning of uh, COVID. He said, James, you have to use wisdom. I said, dude, you are substituting the word fear with wisdom, okay? You being fearful is not you using wisdom. You're being fearful. So that's just what it is. And I'm not saying that to knock anybody or cut anybody down, but if we're going to be honest with ourselves as believers, you saying that you're wearing a mask out of wisdom or that you're separating from people out because you're using wisdom or you're getting a shot out of wisdom, you're you're actually doing it out of fear. And there was a large group of people and, and believers too that got the jab because they weren't allowed to see family members or whatever. You know what? You know how they had. I mean, they had. I, every time we talk, I don't think about COVID unless you bring it up at the mm-hmm. show. And the thing but is, I think, it's not going to leave us. This I, is part of our life for, I, I, from I, now on. I think about the people that, you know, said, well, I got to take a jab. You don't understand. I have a family member in a nursing home or whatever, and they won't let me see him unless I get the jab or I, you know, whatever. Well, you can't see him dead. What are we seeing? We're mm-hmm. seeing people die from this, man. It's mm-hmm. like th- the wisdom was to not get the shot, was to say, no, screw you. I'm not doing this. So I don't know. I know that was a rant, but I. Well, the deaths continue. Uh, People reports uh, Olympian Terry Bowie, she's the sprint medalist, uh, was found dead uh, at her home by police after they were asked to check check on her. That's according to Orange County Sheriff's Department in California. She was 32 years of age. Not a very common age, especially when you're, you know. Professional athlete. Professional athlete, a uh, Olympic athlete, 32 years of age physically still a a perfect specimen and suddenly she's dead let's not let's not investigate it let's just move on to the next story right other details uh no details whatsoever thanks for asking james um there is no suspicions of foul play they just walked in and suddenly she suddenly she died so 
Um, we can only assume that one day or one minute she was watching television and preparing a sandwich, and the next minute she's stiff as a board on the kitchen tile. Who knows? But any additional information on her death or the cause of death will need to come from the medical examiner's office. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. The announcement came from her management. 15-year-old freshman from Western Michigan Christian uh, High School passed away unexpectedly on Saturday, April the 29th, so just about a week and a half ago. Her name was Aliyah Zudima. She died last Saturday after a medical emergency. Um, what exactly is that medical emergency? Uh, was it asthma? Because it was asthma, we probably would know immediately, right? Um, why are all these medical emergencies that that go unexplained suddenly popping in the news? Um, yeah, this is very common now. It's like this isn't and the rest. This of the, isn't rare now. This is actually those incidences used to be rare. Yeah, now they are common. And why? And that's the reason. You know, let me get to the Jamie Fox story first. Um, but. <clears throat> All of these stories, and by the way, condolences to their friends and family. Uh, yeah. Deepest condolences, especially you know the thirty. The, I'm sorry, the 15 year old Nobody girl wants to bury their child. Oh Lord, man, that's disgusting. Um, but the rest of the story, the, they're always just, oh, she's going to be. Mi-. Of course, she's going to be missed. Of course, this is a tragedy, and you know they 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 highlight her the benefits. You know, she was talented. She used to participate in this, that, and the other. But they never get to the core issue of why is she dead? It was never a follow-up. And can we please start asking for follow-ups? And did they get the jab? Now, we're being told if you ask that, that you're being insensitive and it's none of your business. But a year and a half ago, everyone was on social media bragging about it, making it everyone's business. So pick a lane. If I have the COVID jab, is it everyone's business? Because it was a year or two ago. But now it's not. And now I'm just an insensitive SOB for asking. Because I'm trying to connect the dots here. I'm trying to line that train up with that train. And now I'm, I'm wrong because I'm asking questions. You're, you're wrong because you're wondering. What? I have nothing to add to that. You said it all. Uh, someone online said, I'm just a GED graduate with no college education. And I am, I am not baffled like these doctors are. I'm also pure-blooded. I was blessed with wisdom from above. My father used to say an educated idiot is still an idiot. (laughs) Education is not a substitution for common sense and experience. Yeah. A plaque on the wall that says you can means nothing. Yeah, we saw, uh, what was it, a Harvard graduate or Oxford graduate basically tear down one of the biggest uh, alcohol beverages in the uh, world. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. (laughs) A lot of good that degree's doing you now. Now Bud Light apparently is handing out free cases of beer to um, distributors. Oh. Hey. What about the customers? <laughs> what about the people that pay for that? Not, you're just milking. You're just getting them to try to push it at their own. So they catch the heat? Is that what it is? Mm. So if you're a distributor and I give you a bunch of free Bud Light, you continue to push it because you want to you wanna profit off that free case, right? Yeah. So now you're going to catch the heat for pushing the product right. that has this black cloud over it right now. Well, well, and then well. I've all, I was also told, um, oh, Bud Light is now saying it was only on one can. Don't, 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 you know, nail us to the to the tree. It, it was only one can that this whole hoopla is about. So 
Uh, the can is the besides right. the point. Right. They they still don't get it. You and had these you are had, college educated people. You had a man dressed up, as supposedly like a little girl who he thinks he is, as your uh, campaign star for the product you were trying to sell. Yeah, pe- that's that's where you got people. Let me get to this other page over here so I can get to my little commentary. What commentary? Uh, this guy was doing an update on uh, Jamie Foxx. And somebody had some words to exchange with me, and I figured I'd share the conversation. Matt's battling on social media. Yep. Let's hear it. Here I go, man. Uh, so, yeah, I did post on social media the the update on Jamie Foxx. He's returned to Instagram with a short message for his fans three weeks after it was revealed that he had been hospitalized due, a, due to a medical emergency. Another reported mystery illness. What happened to Jamie Foxx? By the way, Jamie Foxx is an A-lister. Why are we just now getting the details almost a month later? I know why. Well, we know why. Because you are a critical thinker. The 55-year-old actor thanked his Instagram followers for their support writing, appreciate all the love, feeling blessed. And as I said on our last show... Huge Jamie Foxx fan. The dude is a quintuple threat. He can do it all. He sings. He dances. He's got the comedic chops. He's an incredible actor. Uh, his impressions are off the chain. Um, nothing bad. If anything bad happens to Jamie Foxx, it is going to be a sad day. Uh, not that it's not already sad for him to be dealing with this, but I can only imagine since he's part of the Hollywood machine that he did get the jab. And so my post says. Haven't seen much, if anything, about this on mainstream media. Why do you think that might be? And then I've got a guy here that says, I don't know. Why do you think you know? I says because I said, because I'm not naive. He says, about the vax, neither am I. But to assume that every young person's death, and in this case, not even that, is attributable to your pet issue, my pet issue, uh, no, not the. It's not my pet issue, sir. It's the issue I demand an an answer for. Unlike yourself, you're just sitting there watching mainstream media spoon fe- spoon feed you lies. Uh, he goes, um, when you know no details of any of them is well naive. And I said, the fact that no details are ever shared from this BS bought and paid for media is all I need. Jamie Foxx, like I said, is an A lister. Why so little? Uh, why so little attention to this story? Um, if we found out back in 1980, after John Belushi got sh- or, uh, died of the overdose, or John Lennon got shot, all right, there's no real connection to either any of these deaths. There's only a connection to they're all A-listers. If you found out something bad happened to John Belushi three or four weeks later, you would question why. John Lennon, you find out three or four weeks after he's assassinated that he was assassinated. You would question why. Why not immediate like we found out back then? He is an A-lister, Jamie Foxx. Why didn't mainstream media jump all over this story? Because you know the answer. It's because it's tied in. This is me. I I still don't know the answer. But my critical thinking is saying he got the jab and... The mainstream media bought and paid for by the World Economic Forum, the deep state, and everybody that's behind this whole COVID BS. 
want, doesn't want to talk about it, doesn't want to expose the truth, and would rather brush it under the rug for as long as possible. Am I wrong? Am I insensitive for saying that because so many people have passed away from this same crap? You are very insensitive. Dayton, Ohio, Kettering Fairmount High School made history by crowning two LGBTQ plus students, seniors. Both of them? Uh, yeah. Deshaun Conley and Rose Green as prom king and queen. Now the Board of Education is hearing from uh, residents of the community who want to prevent something similar from this happening again. They both were voted by their peers, and a support rally was held ahead of the Board of Education meeting. Um, the queen, which I guess is formerly a boy or in whatever, even when I was given the crown and I put it on my head, there's a lot of booze in the crowd. I didn't hear them. I only heard the congratulating, which <clears throat> I was very thankful for. It's very demeaning takes a lot for an individual to be able to bring themselves back to who they are and believing in themselves and being fully confident and not letting things like that pull them down out of uh, who they are as a person. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Somebody else had said for a different opinion to the last few years. I think this is one of the members of the well, not a member of the school board, but one of the dads. Till the last few years about all the history in the world, it's kind of been understood. So, so, so for whatever reason, the last few years, it's been questioned. And I don't think that's a good thing for society. The Kettering City School Boards of Education has no intention of taking any action. As the, Of course, they're not going to take any action, man. I had a... <clears throat> I had a really good conversation with uh, someone who was definitely a lot more uh, intelligent than myself, who's a very good friend of mine. And we were th this issue got brought up about you know hey if you if if you're not going to stand up you need to stand up against this you know go to PTA meetings and blah blah blah. And he made a really good point and I and we're he had started to, homeschooling. He had to excuse my uh, you know I I completely overlooked this. You know, you've brought up, Matt, that the uh, corporate, you know, the big corporations or whatever have a uh, credit score or whatever, and how much diversity or whatever. CBI reports. Yeah. He brought this up to me. He said, well, who do you think funds public schools? The federal government. So is the federal government cracking down on these schools and saying, hey, this is the stuff you're going to start you're going to start putting out there. You're going to start making it, you know, instead of calling them pedophiles, you're going to call them, uh, what is it, adult, basically adults attracted to children, whatever that. Another sexual orientation right. or preference. Yeah, so that basically they're, you know, starting to hand hand this out to uh, all the, and basically may or may not be threatening them to say, hey, if you don't put this out there, you're going to lose your federal funding because that's what that's how schools operate. All your football uniforms are going away. All your, your, We're going to take away your football field. We're going to take away your athletic department. Is, and, is that and, what it is? Yeah, it could and, be. And as we were talking, he, he even said it, and it's like, what is the answer? What is the answer? He, I, you know, me, I'm a big private school. Uh, I, I, the school that we have our children in is, is absolutely excellent, but you can't put all the kids in private school. No. So is everyone going to start homeschooling them? Well, a lot of people can't afford to homeschool their children because they got to work a job. So it's like, well, what is what's the solution here? And and 
It left me scratching my head, Matt. What is the solution here? Christians getting louder and demanding Jesus back in the school. Homosexuality goes away. I know it's said, you know, easier than easier well, what about the federal government? Where I guess we're it's you know, we're we're gonna have to take care of our elected officials to, and, and we're all have that. To go up the rung one at a time. Yeah. I mean it's a lot there's a lot of work. There is a lot but, of work. But we're I'm I'm down to do it. But you know? sitting around I'm being down quiet to do my fair share, right. Sitting around being quiet and just living life the way it is and I just wanna see the Reds play this Saturday. I don't care. I just got I just want my fantasy football league to do it. I just want <laughs> my March Madness bracket, man. That's all that matters to me. That is idolatry. That is wrong. That is oh, I, and like you know, him saying that I'm not against hobbies and I'm not I am not either, but it's got it can't be it the easy. center of your life. Correct. Agreed, and that's where we're gonna end. We're gonna we're gonna end on agreement. Wow, what a full circle! I disagree. <laughs> Half circle. <laughs> All right, that's gonna do it for today. Uh, get involved in your local community, please. Start making noise. Uh, we need to start pushing back. There is a lot more of us than there are of them. They're just louder. We know that. Um, we can't be so complacent, man. Any we, uh. Any news on the news? On your big news? Oh, are we closer? Uh, are we later? Yes. Are we behind? Actually, we this past week, um, the next phase of... This is how I'm getting... I'm, I'm trying to help you guys out. I'm like trying to pull out what I can. Well, it was, it's been an uphill battle because... we're about 17 episodes deep of the announcement when you said about the and announcement I apologize. for the announcement. I apologize, but there's a lot of work that goes behind the curtain to building sure one of right. these... Um, and then when you've got the devil knowing what you're doing for the right reason, leaning against you and throwing all these roadblocks in front of you, which started with the bank. When I went to the bank to uh, iron out some details that I need to make my next venture happen, it started right now, walked into the lobby, and it's been ongoing ever since. Uh, then it was technical snafus, and then it was a, a bunch of little stuff, but just enough to slow me down about a month and a half behind behind schedule and i do apologize but the thing is is i haven't thrown in the towel um the mission continues my co-host is sitting right here and uh the, the word co-host should lean should drop a big old hint yeah <laughs> now hiring and i want to say this good quick, afternoon to you everybody re- really quick before we end i went and so i like doing uh some research or whatever and i did this for the show there was a movie trailer I saw for a movie called Nefarious. Now, when I first oh! when I first saw the trailer, I I just lumped it in with like The Exorcist and That's what The I Covenant too. and all. I was like, whatever. Well, as I saw more people on social media saying, "Man, this movie's great," and then you had Rotten Tomatoes, corporate, you know, whatever. Hey, this movie sucks. Don't see it. Rotten Tomatoes gave him like a 33 or 31%. Because it was a Christian so movie. So I saw conflicting ideas, and I was like, well, I want to go. Plus, I, I'm a, I, I love the movies. I, I've been a little upset lately because every big movie franchise sucks. I've been behind has just went completely woke, right. and it's like kind of depressing. But mm-hmm. anyways, so I went to go check out this movie. And let me tell you what. I'm not going to ruin it because I'm not going to be that guy. But I, I, I want to say this. If you are a Christian or you're saved, because a lot of people are like, it's rated R, James. I w- I'm a believer. I would never see a rated R movie. Well, good for you. Well, how about the people that aren't saved that you want to get saved? 
send them to this movie because let me tell you what I was in the theater. It was it was the <laughs> middle of the day. It's me and three. I, I like that. It's, it's, I know what you just did. It's it's me and three dirt worshiping heathens behind me, right? And throughout this movie, I could hear, I could literally hear the wheels in their brains turning and them talking to each other as this movie progresses. And like I said, I'm not going to ruin it, but if you love someone or you have a friend or a family member, they're not saved or whatever, or maybe they're a little far left-leaning, recommend this movie. And don't Go say see anything it. about it. Yeah, don't, don't. Just And you know what's crazy? Because I was talking to my buddy. Like, like I said, I lumped it in with all those other movies. But after I walked out of the theater, I was so glad that I saw that yep. movie. I, I said, if I could have made a movie, a rated R, yes, if I could have made a rated R movie, this would have been the movie I would have made. And I put my stamp of approval on it. And if you don't like that, you can kick rocks. Um, you won't see it nominated for an Oscar. Definitely, the, definitely. The actor that played the flip flop role, he won't. He won't should even get yeah. the Oscar. Sean Patrick Flannery did brilliantly in this. But if you are on board with this, I'm going to tell you right now, without giving away the plot or anything, it is a Christian movie told from the enemy's point of view. Yes, and I'll leave it there. What's crazy is the because the people that were in the theater awesome with movie. me. You could tell they weren't there to see a Christian movie. They were there to see a horror movie, right. a, a devil-possessed movie. That's yep. what they were there to see. Yep. And they got a one-two punch from, I'm telling you, it's a great movie. You it is. Lead us out, man. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for uh, another day of just breath and life and our divine health. And thank you for taking care of us. Thank you for your grace and your mercy and your love. I thank you for keeping the blood of Jesus over me and Matt's uh, wives and our children and all our friends. I thank you for keeping the blood of Jesus over all of our listeners. And if anybody's out there that isn't saved, they can send us a comment and we will tell them how to get saved. But we love you so very much. Thank you for the for the big change that you're you're not done with America, God. I know that you're not done with America, and I know that there is a great you have great plans for for your children in this country and for the last move of God to Amen. just be absolutely awesome. Amen. I'm believing for revival in this land. I'm believing for lukewarm Christians to be set on fire again. Yeah. And I think your word says the heathen is our inheritance. So we're believing for those lost souls to get saved. We love you so very much. We give you all the praise, the glory in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Continue saying a prayer for our country. Be good to each other. I'm Matt Toledo. That's Brother James, and we'll see you next time Adios. on the Freedom Ring. Later.